Monday on Daily Delivery. Happy President's Day, Patrick Royce. How you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Boy, they had a washout here yesterday at then uh, Fort Myers. It rained all day long. It was raining hard. Still raining a little bit this morning, but they're uh, probably get back in the field. But I don't think uh, Buck. I don't think Buxton's going to be out in the outfield taking fly balls right uh, until we get a little dry, get the conditions a little drier than they are today because that uh, you know the swamp down here got himself a pretty good refreshment of rain yesterday. So is that how it's going to be this year? I mean, it makes sense right now, but we get well, you can't play Buxton when it's too hot, too cold, too wet, too windy, things like that. Uh, I would guess, uh, you know, he's uh, claiming to be 100%. So we'll see. This is the, uh, uh, it doesn't sound like it was that elaborate of a surgery. So what, you know, I, it was a tendonitis last year. And now all of a sudden you re, re, move some flaps of skin uh, from behind the, you know, somewhere in the knee and uh, it's going to be okay. Well, you know, everybody, I guess, wants to let him do what he can do. If he can play yeah. center field, that's fine. And if it, if this doesn't work, I don't know. It could be yeah. a, just a buyout because I don't think they're uh, – I don't think they were able to insure that contract, I would think, uh, not – uh, the history, they yeah. did. And with all the history of injuries he had when they signed him. So um, they, they took the $100 million flyer, you know, and uh, you 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 uh, wondered why he signed for only 100 and, uh, and then you find out that uh, he probably figured he better take what he can get. So we'll find out. But that would make a hell of a difference if he could play five out of seven games every yes. week. Huh? Yes, it would. It would. And – Interesting spring for the Twins all around, and I learned, I didn't, I don't think I realized this until reading the other day, but this is 50 years since your first spring training with the Twins. Now, you referenced that you've missed a couple here and there um, yes. since then, last but two. the last, last two, right? two, and only one before that, 1990, when Clem went to the final yes. eight, and uh, I was supposed to be down here the last uh, 10 days, but... Uh, uh, in, in, uh, it was the last year in Orlando, actually. I was supposed to be there for about 10 days at the end of training camp. But uh, when Clem was going to New Orleans, I wasn't going to miss that. And as I said in that column, I also, if I hadn't been there, Richard Coffey wouldn't have hit me and kicked me in the head. And I wouldn't have, been <laughs> on, uh, I wouldn't have went on right. blooper videos for 25 years. I, I, I was proud of that because... Not only was it in the blooper video, but when they were selling the blooper videos on TV, that was one of the four or five things they always showed was him getting me in the head with both tennis shoes. Uh, the part of that story that was the greatest, though, of course, was uh, he, he he saw Richard Bay, the athletic director at halftime and said, uh, and Bay said, if you do that again, I'll give you $50. So uh, <laughs> Richard and I weren't getting along too well at that time, so. That was pretty funny. Anyway, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it certainly has changed. I mean, you had the run of the 1974. As one thing I tried to point out, uh, Michael, is uh, the airlines weren't deregulated. The idea of flying to spring training yeah. never occurred to anybody. I mean, you, you weren't – there were, honest to God, you knew the names of the fans that came down. You know, and they drive. Yeah, you know, okay. Anderson and his wife. There was about four other guys that flew, drove down with their wives, and and then the the fans in the stands from CCO, which uh, used to be about 
uh, it's probably a hundred of Zenith. It was probably down to 50 by the end, but, uh, but that was it until the airlines got deregulated. And then you'd start to see a few more people. And plus Orlando Disney world was like in its second year or something. And so, so people, you know, then started later on tying it in with trips to Disney world and going to a couple of twins games. But in the uh, in the early years, there was no no Minnesota fan, no Minnesota fans down there. And they draw 300, 400 people for a game, except if the Yankees or Boston, you know, Boston came over from the Winter Haven, then they'd, they'd get a thousand people. And if the Yankees came in for once a year, the Yankees would come in and they'd fill up a crowd and, uh, you know, and Calvin would go nuts when the Yankees didn't send all the regulars. Now right. they just... Now you just, you know, you, you go with it. You don't worry about whether there's any regulars playing or not. You just, I mean, I'm sure fans still come and get disappointed, but it was, uh, it was great in the early years. Cause you had, as I said, you had the run of the place. If, uh, if somebody left the game in the fourth inning, you just wandered out and walked into this little clubhouse and uh, started talking to them. And uh, there was only, the other thing was the reporters were, there was uh, a guy from the star guy from the uh, Tribune and then me from the St. Paul paper because uh, I covered them both. And then uh, uh, Sid had come down, as I pointed out, and uh, late later in spring training. But the columnists, did, maybe the columnists from the Star would show up. But there, there were five or six of us and one or two of the TV stations might show up for three days in the middle of it. But there was, you know, we were the only source of what's going on down here. So we'd try, try to create these dramas of who's going to make the team. And cause back then it was like, well, they did not, they probably knew who 20, 20 of the guys were going to be, but they'd have, they'd compete for the, uh, you know, this guy's having a great spring. He's going to make the team. Well, that's what they do down here anymore. doesn't mean anything unless they're really awful and lose their spot on the team, they know who's going to be in their club right now. Unless Buxton, if as you say, if Buxton can't go, then you change it. Then it becomes completely different. You know, if Buxton can play, then Willie Castro is probably the backup center fielder. If Buxton can't play or can't play a lot, then a guy like Austin Martin gets into the picture or something. So it's a, it's a completely different world than it was. And it's uh you know, we, we, you know, back in the day, we'd make up little dramas. Oh, man, those guys. <laughs> but you'd sit there and you'd watch the whole games. And, and now we didn't write them as much when by 74, uh, when I started, you didn't really write, write them as game stories. Sure. But if you go back in the 60s, they wrote exhibition games like game stories, you wow. know, like, yeah. like just, uh, you know, with a couple little notes on the bottom. So uh, it was, uh, it was certainly not as organized and there weren't 500 coaches running around and there wasn't all this planning, but it was more intriguing in the early years because uh, they hadn't made all their decisions. And if Calvin got mad at something, he'd put, you got to remember this, the ball club was being selected by the owner. Calvin was also the general manager. He made the decisions and he got his backup about something. They, you know, somebody be gone. So uh, it was, uh, it was fun. It was great. But uh 
it was uh, you know a completely different world, and it should be fifty years. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Be. everything's it's different, like right? Yesterday, yeah, you know, everything's yeah, right. Uh, the the idea of you know nineteen seventy four. You go back and look at that. Twins probably had 50, 60 games on television, maybe. Wow. You know, you which was, which was probably a lot compared to yeah, yeah. 10 years when before first, that. Yeah. Yeah, right. It was. When they first came, I think it was, I know for years, they only, the only home games were four Friday nights in June and July. So the wow. Friday nights, they were home. That was it. And I think that was when they got up to 50 games. 46 were road games. And four were home games. That was it. But the idea back then, Mike, was that if you had the game on TV, people weren't going to come and right. buy tickets. And we were a little cheap back then. <laughs> you know, we didn't spend a lot on entertainment like we do now. So it probably was accurate. You know, the yeah, the uh, you know the sixty-year-old Swede and his wife living in Bloomington weren't going to go to the game if they could watch <laughs> it for free free on TV. They weren't going to spend six bucks for a ticket for goodness sakes. You know, so uh, so uh, it was it was a completely different world, but it was fun. It was great. I feel like and spring. Of course, oh, uh, yeah. of course, I also quit drinking in '81, which kind of changed the whole element of spring right. training. Too. So back then, you used to have to, uh, you know, you have to hit the saloons after you were done writing your. I, I wrote two stories a day because I had to do the morning paper and the afternoon paper in my St. Paul days. So uh, that was uh, that was a little different. But what you'd also do is like you'd look at the roster, right, and you'd make little check marks at who'd you written a story about <laughs> right? right you know yeah. and you had oh i gotta write this guy because he's not gonna make a team before he before he gets sent over to melbourne the minor league complex was over in melbourne so uh and that that never really changed uh all the time they were in orlando that was probably the biggest move, reason they moved to fort myers in addition to the stadium was that they could so they could have some property to put the minor leaguers the same place the big leaguers were because Melbourne was hour and half away probably oh, okay. over on, over on over on the water there where they uh, you know where they shot off the spaceships so uh, uh, that was a little bit different too but the, the other thing in Orlando they had the main field and a half a field and that was it. Oh wow! They had a, yeah, huh. they had a little, and they called the uh, the other field where they could hit infield and stuff. It was the maintenance was terrible? They called that Eo Eo Jima because it, <laughs> it was so rocky. Everybody oh, said he'd go look for somebody and say, "I think he's over at Eo." He'd walk <laughs> over there and uh, they don't find somebody. So yeah, it was a different world, but it was great. It seems like spring training lends itself to characters and to a, a different like a singular pace right like nfl training camp is like you got i mean at least yeah, it's changed a little bit now because they can't work the guys like they used to with the new stuff in the cba but like two a day practices and it's like we're we're getting in shape <laughs> we're getting tough for the season and you know nba yeah, training right, camp right. nobody cares that much about and know, nhl right. NHL, they like start playing exhibition games after about 12 seconds. Yeah, yeah. They have a scrimmage the first day of practice, yeah. and two days later, they're playing a game at the X, charging you full price. The guys have been here 20 minutes. So, like, but what? What is it? What is it about? Yeah, baseball spring training. I mean, the characters, just the 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 difference of it there. I think in modern times, it would be much shorter 
if they didn't have all these facilities that were financed publicly down here okay where they have to play you know they have to be home for 15 16 17 days so these people can get some of their money back right, right. the uh the uh people who you know they built the they built the stadium for the twins and then they pumped another 50 million in it when the Red Sox got their place in the Red Sox. They spent a couple hundred million on that place and they've improved it various times in the city or the county or all these public entities that do this. So you got to, you pretty much, you're stuck playing way more games than you probably have yeah. to, don't you think? I don't think so. I mean, Rocco was saying this uh, two days ago. You used to have to build them up. You know, the pictures would come in and the first BP session would be. Kind of soft off, you know, half a half speed BP. These guys are is throwing BP to hitters uh, Saturday. I think they started having you know okay. regular batting practice, and that that would that would have been unheard of. I mean, full speed BP, and you know, four or five days after they get here. So it's it's longer than it has to be, you yeah. know. If they and the other thing is they're not making decisions. They were making decisions for years. Now they don't. Somebody can come and, you know, Bobby Witt now can come as a nineteen-year-old kid and be the best player in training camp, and he's still going to go back to the minors because they don't want to give him that service time, uh, whether or not. I mean, I was I was out in Arizona. When Griffey was there oh, at sure. 19, when Griffey was there at 19, and they they said, no, he's, he's going to the minors, he's going to the minors, he's going to the minors, and then they, and he was so good, they put him on a club. And that you could do that then, but now, well, unless somebody gets hurt or something, they know who's on their team already. They just, yeah. And it, it, it depends on Buxton's knee and stuff, some of the decisions, but. I was thinking. Here's what you do. If if uh, here's the difference, they know who's going to make the team, Walner or Walarnik. They probably Walner, right? Yeah. Back in the day, we'd be writing every day. Walner looked good in BP, but right. Walner's coming on. It would be like this competition, and you'd get you get three stories a week out of Walner versus Walarnik. <laughs> right. Now they're now they know what the you, you, right. you can't get any quotes on that. I mean, back then the manager was into the into the idea of uh, competition. You know, competition. Yeah. Now, now they they probably will just. They got about eight right-handed relievers that are fighting they, for about. They keep signing four guys, spots, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So that, there's something to you know. I think. I think how somebody looks this spring, like Jay Jackson or something, probably determines who's going to be on the team. If if, if one or two of those guys is terrible, but uh, the but as far as competition, they know they know who's had a who and who's the the, the only thing that can change things now are injuries. And yeah. back then we had competition, or at least we made it competition. You know, <laughs> to, the paper. Uh, yeah. To get to fill the news, yeah, to fill the paper, but it was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, as I said, a completely different. And uh, I mean, the operation, I mean, oh, you yeah. got Calvin, you got Calvin, right? 
Calvin. Right, right. You never you never could ask. It would be impossible to ask Calvin a question that he wouldn't answer. You know, he he might say he wasn't going to answer, but he ended up answering it, you know. And so you had Calvin, then you had you had a manager and three coaches. They got yeah. they got nine, ten coaches, but they have a couple of days ago I was over there and they went over for their pre practice, you know, workout uh session. Yeah. And they did do it, they do it up on one of the little platforms in the stadium. There had to be 20 guys there. Oh wow. Getting ready to, you know, the okay. And when you warm up a pitcher now, uh these guys wrote a thing about the four invited oh, the catchers. catchers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those guys who always they always have to bring in catchers. They get a scouting report on each pitcher they're going to warm up. Wow. They can, you know, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's emailed to them or it's uh, you know the message to them or something. But okay, we want him to work on this today, and uh, and uh, you know this is this is the pitch, and this is what you this is what he's likely to be throwing to you because you know these guys haven't been in camp and. And some of these pitchers haven't been in camp, but it's it is it is so organized. I said in that column I wrote is you know it's a little different than when Johnny Padres was standing next to the guy smoking a cigarette, right. saying, "Let's see, let's see your let's see your change up, you know, right. <laughs> but, right. hey, way to go, champ, <laughs> and stuff like that." And uh, it was uh, yeah, it was just a different world, numbers wise, organization wise, but what they spend. On development now. Oh yeah. Compared to we talk about all the multipliers as far as salaries are concerned. Huge, I mean, huge difference. Hundred and hundred and twins are going to spend one hundred and thirty million. We're going to think they're cheap, right? Right. And uh, but what they spend on organize on employees and organization and all that stuff is fifty. I'm not kidding you. It's yeah. fifty fold from wow. what it was when I started. Wow. It was, I mean, it was, it's, it's just incredible because you knew everybody in camp. I mean, yeah, you, you know, Wayne Hathaway, right? The oh, yeah. crazy, the crazy little guy, Wayne, big fella died yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. I always, he always greeted, he always greeted me with something, you know, uh, very encouraging, like, well, you're as fat as Calvin this year or something <laughs> like that would yeah. be his opening remark. You know, you got even fatter this winter. But uh, he was always worried about everybody's weight. But, you know, he was like a – he had to be an eighth-grade educated guy. He was in double-A with the Orlando team as both their uh, equipment guy and their trainer. <laughs> oh if somebody gosh. got hurt, if somebody got hurt, they'd have to call a doctor over at one of the hospitals and bring him over. They didn't oh, have geez. trainers. Wow. Now every minor league team has two trainers. Yeah. And a, and a also a uh I mean two trainers and then another uh workout guy, equipment guy, you know, yeah. got weight strength strength coach too. Every one of the minor league teams. So it's uh the world is it's uh, you know like like the world, it's changed. So, one more thing on this before we get on to other sports. Who who's on your fifty years? Who's on who's on the all characters team? I mean, we we know who you know. We know the twins have had characters over the years, but I'm sure there's been people from like that are almost like singular to the spring experience where maybe they didn't quite make the team or they didn't you know you didn't know about them as much as you did if you were down there for spring. Who who are some I, of those I was, characters? I was trying to think of. Uh, of some of that the other day and the, the stuff that comes by and uh, 
Oh, I mean, the, the, the these are guys who made the team or something, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's a great loss in the, uh, lost in the years as a, a pitcher like Joe Decker was one of the great characters Joe of all Decker. time. Just, I don't think just, I know him. Yeah. Well, he was a pitcher. He had popped up one sixteen games one year. Okay. He's the most amped up human being in the world. He had one good year with him. The next year in spring training, he couldn't throw a strike. He was, and he threw hard for that, you know, probably 95 back then, you know? Right. And they couldn't convince anybody to take BP against him. I mean, oh, it was, they were all afraid they were going to get yeah. hit in the head. They'd go in there and they'd go running out of the box and stuff like that. I mean, there's, there was always, every year there was something crazy like that happen. And, you know, I, here's what I was thinking about. Okay. It's pretty good because 74, you start off, and they would never really had a manager who was that hard to deal with. It's, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, Quillacy was a great guy. And then, uh, you know, Quilla, Billy, you know, and then you, then you get Mock, who was, you know, outsiders might have thought he was a jerk, but he's my favorite guy ever because he, yeah. he took care of the hometown guys. And uh, plus we go out. He and I and Bob Fowler go out to dinner on Saturday night, and he was a Mock was a terrible drinker, not in quality, not in quantity, but in, in, <laughs> he'd get four drinks at him, and he was like, you know, you, you thought you were going to have to yeah. help him. You thought you were going to have to help him back oh, to the yeah. hotel, but <laughs> then he'd start telling you everything. And uh, But the, the secret you learned is when you saw him again the next day, that never happened. Okay. You know, that was not like that. You could not act familiar, you know, yeah. was, you know, I'm always saying like, okay, okay yeah. we did this last. That was, that was no. social. That's got <laughs> right. nothing to yeah. do with baseball. Yeah. Uh, but he, Mock was great. Uh, and then he went home and poor Johnny Goral was uh, just great guy, scared to death managing. They did him a favor by firing him. He only had the job for like three months total. And then Billy Gardner came along. He was, he was nuts. He's the most fun guy we've ever had. He was, he'd say anything. I was trying to write that, uh, when he died just recently. Yeah. I was trying to write the obit, the fun obit for him. About eight of the greatest lines he ever had were so inappropriate. I couldn't write them. (laughs) Yeah. Stuff, yep. <laughs> stuff you just couldn't uh let's just say that he did not have a uh a proper 2024 view of Jim Eisenreich's Tourette syndrome problem. Yeah, he was uh, he was he would he would analyze it a little differently than they oh did. But anyway, yes. so all this stuff. And then Ray Miller was kind of a jerk, but I never but he couldn't shut up. He'd yeah. fill up your notebook every time you ran into him. And then we had TK for years, and right. then we had Gardy for years. Great. And, yeah. you know, Molitor was great, and Baldelli's good. Baldelli's not. Baldelli's boring as hell before and after games in the full setting. But yeah. when you talk to him as a guy, he's a hell of a guy. Especially since yeah. the kid. Especially since he got the twins, he can make a lot of jokes about the twins. I. I saw him the other day, and I said, you are the whitest man I've ever seen. And he said, that's because I haven't been out of the house in four months. I've been in there with the, I've been in there with the three babies. So yeah. uh, uh, but, uh, he's a good guy. So they've really had, you know, people think I'm prejudiced toward baseball, but they've, they've had good guys to get along with. You know, nobody's yeah. ever been 
you know, they've never had the never had the angry man uh, uh, yeah. coaching them or managing them. So that that's made it that's made it good. And uh, you know, it's I uh, I'd have to I'd have to think for a while. Maybe next week I'll write down a few uh, names and uh, remember a few of the great characters who were, you know, the guys who were trying to make the club. But a lot of the fun there too was. You have guys like Sparky Anderson uh, oh, you sure. know, man- managing the Tigers, and he'd come over and he'd fill up. The, I mean, he'd just start talking. And uh, Earl Weaver's my all-time favorite manager, home or away. He's uh, he was he's everything you've heard about Earl being a character was is under uh, understated. <laughs> he was such a character, <laughs> and. Uh, and so you had, you had people like that and you got to know, you know, the opposing managers because they didn't have that many people to talk to back then. You know, there wasn't yeah. like there's a, there was no ESPN dominating their time or anything like that. It was just us, you know, running around. So, yeah, it was pretty good. Well, 50 years, it sounds like it's, it's quite a, it's a lot of fun. There's so much, there's so much there. Yeah. I'd love it if you wrote down some of those characters at some point. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I bet that'd be fun. About uh, way back in the late 70s, I probably first said the greatest invention in the history of American sports writing, spring training. Yeah. <laughs> go down there for Forget, You go to the Super Bowl. I'll, yeah, it's fine. You can go to the Super Bowl. I'll go to spring training. Give anytime. me five weeks in the sun. I have to get away from the wintertime. Yeah. That's... The only guy who likes spring training more than me or did. I mean, I'm, I've, I've slowed down, but uh, Lavelle is, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I was happy to see Lavelle's coming down because the cigar bar out here has, can now lay out, put their full staff back. On duty here. <laughs> they lay off when I when LaBelle leaves town, they lay off two people, we always say. So oh, <laughs> that's great. LaBelle walks in any place in Fort Myers around yep. the ball. LaBelle, <laughs> you know, here he is. He's back. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope. The anticipation that incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin. I guess we better talk some some sports that are happening now. Uh, Gopher basketball gets a win yesterday. What are they, 7-7 seven and seven now? 7-7 seven and seven in the league. They played great for 37 minutes. I watched the whole game. That's as good as they can play. The the game against Iowa, they were just throwing in threes the right. first half. They yep. looked great because they were throwing in threes, right? And same thing with uh, Purdue. They, you know, they made six, seven threes the first first half. And the Iowa, they played awful the second half. There's no doubt about it. But this was, I thought, a really solid game, and, and Pharrell Payne was magnificent. Yeah, he's kind of like him a lot. Liked, but the moves he was making around the basket and stuff, he, I mean, the, in both the Iowa and Purdue games, he got in foul trouble with these reaches, you know. Yeah. He did none of that. And when he went the basket a couple of times and went left-handed and stuff like that, I mean, it was he was tremendous. He outplayed that uh, – the Rutgers big guys who would, you know, Rutgers have been playing good. They'd won four in a row. Right. And they, they, you could, they are really good defensively. They, they hop, hound uh, people pretty good. They switch good. And, uh, 
But you know what else played great defense yesterday, and I haven't uh, looked at him that way. Dawson Garcia played yeah. really good defensively. Now, I don't want him – I think we have established we don't want him to be the inbound passer under the basket <laughs> no. with three minutes to go, however. No. no. Throwing uh, bounce passes into triple teams is yeah. not, not, the way not, to go. not what no. we're looking for there, sir. No. And Elijah Hawkins will give you a nervous breakdown if he. But he was he is, really good. He was good in that game. He was, was really good, good for most of the game. Yeah, threw right, in a couple right. of threes, but he kicked it away about three times when they scored eleven points in twelve seconds. Right, <laughs> the, right. That would have been the uh, that would have been the worst blowing loss in history. Yes. But I thought they really played good. They, they, the uh, two ways. They got a little little out of Ola Joseph again, and then they didn't play him much in the second half. But I, I don't know what happened to him. They, I, I don't know. They, There must be a reason they aren't playing him. I don't know what it is. I guess they like Parker Fox better than him. But, uh, uh, you know, they, they played good last night, and uh, that was uh, – I, th- I thought that was the best game I've seen them play. Yeah, and they're – Because okay. it was – I mean, start to finish, except for the three minutes of idiocy. But uh, – you know, they're, uh, you know, the tournament's here. They get some people yeah. in the building. They yeah. get some people in the tournament. They could get to this. I can see them getting in the semifinals. I can see them getting, you know, beaten. You know, for they won't have to play. Uh, they'd have to win two games to get there. They're, they won't have to play the first round. They won't have to play the, yeah. uh, the, they won't have to there's like four the, teams yeah. that play. Four teams play the first day, right? Yeah, it was Something usually like, like eleven. Yeah, the eleven through fourteen these days play the yeah. first day, and they get it down yeah. to twelve, and then they kind of do they, the. Yeah, and then you're gonna be, then you're gonna play one of those teams, and they should beat them, and they can, you know, Purdue's vastly overrated, and Ohio State proved that again right. last night. But they're, you know, they're good, but they're not the number one seed in the country like the committee and their first release had them right. there. And, uh, uh, I, I, Wisconsin has really gone off the cliff. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, it's not the league isn't that uh, strong, I don't think. So they, you no. know, they could win a couple games, and that would really, uh, you know, if you could make a little Big Ten tournament run, which I mean would be win a quarterfinal game. Uh, that'd be uh, that would uh, change the program a lot. Here's here's your problem though. Uh, there's going to be some uh, uh, overtures made for Christie, and there's going to be some overtures made for Payne, and uh, are, are they going to have the money to keep? Yeah, you know, I, I know. mean, it's, I, I never thought we'd get to the point in college basketball that we'd have to say, "Are you going to be able to out?" You know, it's it's everybody's got free agency. Okay, everybody's got free agency. And and here's the thing: they say you're not supposed to be able to use NIL as a recruiting enticement. That's all they. That's all it is. That's what they use it for. That's exactly what it is. Like, what are you talking about? And now it's being covered like, well, you know, yeah, he's you know he's gonna he's got all kinds of offers. You right. know, I mean, it's just what did they think it wasn't going to be used in recruiting? Right. You know, when this all started, it was like. 
well, they should be able to be able to go and buy themselves a hamburger, have enough money to buy themselves a hamburger, <laughs> right. and to go to McDonald's on campus there, which is, doesn't exist anymore. But uh, it's there. You know, they it's should there. be able to. Or, oh, is it back now? It's, a, it's in the bottom of that big apartment complex. Oh, oh okay, all right. So, uh, but it was like, yeah, well, I can't even afford to buy themselves a hamburger or something. Now, well, <laughs> and now they, you know. Supposedly, that guy Evans, the guy who went to Louisville, and thank God the Gophers didn't waste their money on him. But supposedly, got four hundred thousand, something like that. I wonder if that's refundable. <laughs> I wonder. If, I wonder if Louisville would get their money back. So uh, it is amazing. Yeah, but it is. I mean, you watch him now, and it's it's. You're saying, okay, who's going to be back? This Christie will. You know, they were lucky to keep him and. He can shoot. They got to do more to get him shots, don't you think? Yeah, he's, think. he's he's the future. I mean, they're kind of this weird mix where he's kind of the the one yeah. guy where you look and you say, okay, here's here's what you're building around. The rest of the guys are, you know, a lot of veterans mm-hmm. guys they've brought in that have stabilized things like, you know, Hawkins and Mitchell. So yeah, Payne yeah. and Christie are kind of the guys they're building around. But you're right, they need to get him more going. Yeah, and uh, what did he do? Uh, who's he got coming in? I it was. Uh, well, got the guy well, they from, got this, the, the guard guy from, Cherry, from up right? north, up north, and then a tall kid from Alex. But they got a, they got, they that wasn't a very deep recruiting class. I don't know if he felt like he didn't have enough scholarships left, or if that's the best they could do. But uh, they're going to have to. Yeah, I assume we'll play for him some, but uh, he'll he'll give him a little relief from uh, Elijah. At moments when Elijah's had one of his nervous breakdowns and is running around like a crazy man, uh, which he which he does on occasion, but uh, he wasn't exactly a a, a a site of stability when they no. were pressing there no. in those three minutes either. But uh, but you know he's been obviously good for them, uh, you know, in the long run. But he's just a little goofy, but. Uh, yeah, they played good last night. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a very impressive performance. Still feels to me like they're probably going to be one or two wins short of the tournament, but you're right if they can oh, make yeah. a, if they can make a Big 10 tournament run, that changes that could change the the calculus. Even, that, that that non-conference was just so bad. Whatever their net yeah, rating is, it just takes a hit from that. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, I'm not I'm not necessarily saying it gets them in the tournament, you know, if they get to the semifinals. I don't think it does, but just, it changes the perception in yeah, town. I think it creates some excitement. And then we could say, the Gophers got robbed. They should have gotten <laughs> right. they? And right. there's nothing we like better in Gopher oh. Oh, no. fandom than to say we got robbed. Uh, you right. know, the, the, the Purdue beat them because they rough were, you know, the Gophers were coming down. Mm-hmm. Shooting brick threes in the second half, and Purdue was going to the basket and throwing it into Edie, and we we were very upset at the differential in yes. in fouls, ten to two at one point. Well, if you're shooting rocks from twenty five feet, you're not going to get a lot of fouls no. called, no, folks. So, uh, yeah. But Payne changed his game completely last night. Now he was not in foul trouble, but. And the other thing is, Eric Curry and his two friends let them bang bang each other around a little bit. I thought the game was extremely well officiated last night because they let them have have yeah. some, you know, there was some contact, but not excessive contact. And uh, and but Payne was terrific, man. It was that was the best game I've seen him play. 
Royal Credit Union smart checking accounts offer no monthly fees and no minimum balance. Enjoy financial freedom when you open your Royal Credit Union smart checking account online at rcu.org slash go checking. Insured by NCUA. It's probably a better game than the one that ended up 211 to 186 yesterday, the NBA also game. Maybe we'll finish there. Um, did, I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch it. I, I'm just kind of. I don't. I can't. I, I, I can't do all star games. I can't do all star games anymore. Well, I can't. No, I don't care. Uh, the NHL all star game. I don't know who's playing who, so I'm not going to watch it anyway. Plus, it's three on three, right? That's the last I heard anyway. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but this thing, I stopped watching five years ago, probably. But I saw the score last night, and I was dis- I, I watched. I okay. I clicked over a couple of minutes a couple of times by accident and they were just, they were throwing a lot. Everybody was going 60% speed and they were throwing lob passes down the court and uh, doing the, the, you know, it was slow motion Harlem Globetrotters. The yeah. Globetrotters at least did it at speed, you know, <laughs> right? and it's, it, it's just asinine. I, I don't know why we bother with it. I mean, I, I go back, I covered, I think, Three of them, maybe. Three all-star and games, yeah. We, yeah, we went to it, and they played. It wasn't fierce. They weren't going to fight each other. It was, you know, he tried to win it in the fourth quarter. Everybody yeah. mess around. and uh, But uh, what did what, what, you tell me that uh, was the great quote from oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the great Draymond? So, yeah, well, Cat, Cat wound up with 50 points 50, in this yeah, game. Yeah, 31 Tazos, in the fourth quarter. 31 in the fourth when it didn't matter. So the West. did he so, get robbed out of the MVP? I don't know. I, they were, well, robbed. they were down big, and that was part of the Draymond yeah. quote. He said... I think they have like some sort of alternate broadcast, like they like to do these days, which are which are generally kind of fun. Yeah. And he said it's just like the old Minnesota teams. Cats got he had forty at the time. He said Cats got forty, and their team is down twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, as the old saying goes, you could knock me over with a feather that this team has reached the All Star break with only one third of the season remaining. Yes, less than one third. Yes, yeah, one game less than uh, twenty six games left, and with the best record in the West, I can't. You know, they've had what three bad losses? Maybe three, three, four. Yeah, but, they've they had the the stretch of like ten games where they had like four big leads that they blew. But yeah. you know, it's but it's also like you know, it's going to happen sometimes. It's the NBA. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just because you know. If, uh, you know, if I and just think of uh, just think of all the games that are the Wolves fans have declared before that little stretch where they yes. lose, lose some games that they wouldn't have won this game last year. Right. According to oh, Wolves yeah. fans, they would right now, if it was last year, yeah, it would be two and 54 or something <laughs> yeah, like something that. Like that. Yeah, they yeah, would be. They would have had, they would have had no wins, you know, as uh, only, huh? you know, so, but it's, uh, I wonder if they're going to, uh, I, uh, inter- I was down at Glenn Taylor's place, uh, last week and, uh, we're getting ready a piece, getting ready for when he gets oh, the sure. cell going. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, I, I got an hour and 37 minutes on tape, but uh, which I got to go through. But um, Glenn's expecting him to get to still get a buyout guy. So the last okay. time he talked to Connelly, okay. he thought All they right. were going to get a buyout guy. So 
We'll see how many of them are left here. Uh, the, did yeah. the other Morris? Did the other Morris twin make his decision yet, or didn't he get a buyout? Yet? I don't know yet. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the buyout market yet. I was too worried about the trade yeah. market. But yeah, the uh, uh, yeah Monty Morris seems to be a good fit so far. Yeah, um, I think that was a good pickup. You know, I didn't know much about him, but uh, but uh, you know, he's they needed that. They needed another guard. So they yeah. need a shooter. They, they, I would have liked to see him get Gallinari, yeah. but well, uh, maybe that's what they can. Maybe that's the kind of thing they can get in the buyout market. But yeah, I mean, yeah. going back to this this idea at the beginning of the year, I didn't see this coming. I was like, they got to make a move. They got got to get rid of Cat. They got all these salary yeah. salary yeah, problems right. coming. Oh, yeah. And nobody more guilty of that. I thought they'd be trading Cat this Me too. time. I did you too. Know, I've, and a month into the year, I still thought they'd be trading Cat, but uh, right. it seems uh, he and Ant are certainly putting on a good front of being buddies, which is uh, you, you know you don't know about you never know uh, yeah. you never you never know. But it's uh, the, what what we've found out is really having your best friend in life on the team might not work. I mean, he and D'Angelo were like. The that was what we were told. Buddies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were, what? I could never figure it out because they went to different colleges and they ran into each other for about 20 minutes. Right. But we were, but the angle was, oh, they're not only is he's, is he, you know, not only can we get rid of Wiggy, but we can get Cat's best friend. Right. Okay. Right. How that worked out. You know? Right. So uh, I, I, I think we spent a little too much. The NBA is such a social media phenomenon. That we even worry about who who are friends or not, right? <laughs> right? right. Yeah, I mean that's ah, they're friends. He's probably going to go sign there. I see LeBron. Bron has sworn that he wants to be a Laker for life. So look yes. out, he'll be somewhere else <laughs> next year. <laughs> he's got he's got those always those opt out years. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it should be interesting. I, I hope it, it would be just the Wolves' luck this year, of course, because you got those teams lurking down in like the 8 9 seeds. Mm, yeah, right. Yeah. Golden State and the Lakers are yeah. down there. Dallas is, you know, might be in the bottom, you know, might be in like mm-hmm. six or seven. Like their first, the first round series is not going to be a layup this year, no matter oh, no. where you wind up. The West is just so deep yeah. and got some of those veteran teams down there. I think I, think I would be more uh, afraid of the Lakers than the yes. Warriors. Yeah, at this uh, point, I probably is, would uh, too. Anthony Davis is, the, you know, the Anthony Davis is the secret uh, ingredient there. If he's healthy and interested in playing, he's, uh, you know, he's he's got a chance to be the best player on the floor a lot of nights. So that's yep. uh, that's uh, that that would be. But you're right; it's uh, it is kind of the new NBA. You don't have the uh, you, know, you you don't have the 69 and 13 team playing oh. the, you know, some teams that got in the playoffs. 46, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got in the playoffs. You don't have that. So, yeah. anyway, but uh, the NBA All Star team game is in a, I didn't watch it. And I was in a, and just looking at the score, it was an embarrassment. <laughs> it was embarrassment enough I just be, to know that it happened. I might be the only guy in the history that went that was in Vegas about. 10 years ago and bet the over on the over and under for the all-star game and lost. <laughs> I don't know what it was then. It was like two, you know, it was in the two fifty, maybe yeah. two sixty, something like that. That'd be gone by the end of the third quarter. Yeah. Now they get to three ninety seven in this game for their total three ninety seven. Do they think that impresses people? I, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I what difference does it make? It's all star game. It Baseball is. is the only all star game that they can play a facsimile yes. of the game. Yes. But it's only a facsimile because they bring in a new pitcher every way. Right. And he, who's a 
who's an all-star, you know, it's, <laughs> right. it's hard to score a run. The baseball's, baseball's all-star game is problem is not too much offense. I'll tell you that. Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> it's not with those pitchers. So. No. All anyway. right. All righty, sir. Well, I appreciate everything today. I'm sure we'll have more to get to next week. Are you fired up? The loons are going to start soon. Are you, you got your soccer? Are you fired up for soccer? I can't believe that. They, when is their first home game? March. The first home game is like early March. Yeah. Oh, what's, what, what is this? This game is the summer game. Stop closing it down for six and, weeks to play Mexico. Who the cares? I don't least, care about Liga. I don't care about Liga. Okay. All right, Patrick. We'll talk to you later. All right. See you. Goodbye.